You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are talking about the Emerging Leaders Science Scholars Program. And I'm excited to welcome in three guests to this episode this time to talk about the program. Uh, we got student Taylor Baker, uh, uh, Dr. Patrick Wolf, a professor up at Purdue and a veteran to the podcast now. I'm, too many more of these, I might have to put them on the payroll. Uh, Dr. John F. Gates, welcome back to you as well. Uh, thank you guys for uh, joining the podcast today. How's everybody doing? Oh, great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, super happy to be here. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear more about this program and uh, hear you guys' experience, involvements in it. Let's, um, let's talk with, uh, start with uh, Taylor. You're a student at Purdue. Tell us about where you're at at Purdue and, and where you're from, how you got to Purdue. Um, yeah, so I'm, my name is Taylor. I'm a freshman. I'm a physics major. Um, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm a Lutheran High School graduate. Um, I mostly just picked Purdue because it was the place that I felt most at home and it brought the most community to me, I felt. That's awesome. A quick interjection here. You mentioned you were a, a Lutheran high school graduate. I want to take this opportunity to give a quick shout out to one of my best friends, a former roommate, a groomsman in my wedding, and also a fellow Atlanta Braves fan, uh, Chris Froyland. Chris has been a, a great friend of mine since Purdue and also a faithful listener to this podcast. So I'm appreciative of his friendship and his support of the podcast. So thank you guys for letting me slip that in real quick and uh, exciting to, to meet another Lutheran grad. Taylor, talk about um, just kind of why you picked what you're majoring in at Purdue. Um, yeah, I picked physics because it's something that I love. I love math and science, and physics just seemed like a great way to just combine both of them. So kind of just fell in love with it. Awesome. Well, we are talking about the Emerging Science Scholars Program that you are a part of, and let's learn a little more about that. Dr. Wolf or Dr. Gates, kind of explain to our listeners or our viewers what is the Emerging Leader Science Scholars Program? Yeah, so uh, I'll go ahead and start, Adam. John and I have a great double act, and, and so we'll save, you know, we'll save the best for last. <laughs> um, and uh, just a quick shout out of my own. I'm a, a, a native of Chicago, so um, aside from Greg Maddox, I probably can't agree with you too much about the Braves, but, you know, we won't, we won't talk about the 90s. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, anyway, as I said, so I, so I grew up in the Midwest, and uh, I've been at Purdue for about three years, and um, since arriving uh, at Purdue, I've been thinking really deeply about how um, across the sciences, you know, in, including, you know, sort of life sciences, the physical sciences, and, and sort of mathematics and computing, you know, how we can do a better job of attracting uh, into Purdue people who are really exactly like Taylor, um, uh, young uh, women and men who are, uh, you know, excelling in an absolutely outstanding way are probably going to be falling all over themselves with offers from amazing universities. And, um, you know, what can we do at Purdue to sort of make it better for, um, you know, for Taylor and, uh, and, and, and all the other kind of folks that, um, that we might not always be able to attract in. So this past year, um, I have responsibility for the sciences and then my colleague, John, Dr. Gates, kind of has responsibility for diversity and inclusion across Purdue. So we joined forces and we asked ourselves, you know, how can we reimagine what we at Purdue are doing um, to, um, to look as attractive a as possible, you know, to create a great environment for 
um, you know, outstanding uh, potential students like Taylor to come and join us. And um, I, I don't want to brag. I mean, of course I want to brag. I don't want to <laughs> brag about it too much, but I'm going to brag a little bit. Um, we, um, we were able to, um, you know, wildly exceed our, our best hopes and expectations. We were able to attract 10 times as many people this past year as we have in an ordinary year. And our, uh, our cohort of folks who came for the summer uh, to join us a little bit early um, set an all-time high record for grade point average for Purdue summer students. So, I mean, I, I think that really speaks for itself. Um, we're in the first year of this new program. It's really kind of a pilot, and I'll, I'll let John you know, sort of speak to it a little bit more. But um, as I said, I'll kind of let those uh, just amazing, you know, sort of numbers speak for themselves. And, um, and, and, and one more thing just to say to Taylor, I mean, I was, I was very, very similar. I, I chose electrical engineering because I loved math and science, and I was told that engineering had the most mathematics in it. Um, I went to university in Illinois where um, our ex-governors don't tend to run universities. They tend to wind up somewhere else that we won't talk about, but, uh, but never mind. And uh, let me pass it over to John to, um, to maybe say a little bit more about the program. So thanks again for having all of us on here. We're really uh, enjoying it. Thank you, uh, thank you, Patrick, and thank you for including an introduction about yourself too. I appreciate that so people can get to know you a little more. And Dr. Gates, talk about this, the pilot and, wh and why this is important. Yeah, as Patrick said, Adam, um, we had a hypothesis coming in, right, uh, into this pilot. We believed that black and brown students um, want to come to Purdue, right? So we've been uh, grappling with these low numbers for a very long time. Um, and the question arose, do they, do they want to come to Purdue? And we believed yes, uh, the data tells us yes, uh, and that they will come when we make it possible for them to do so. Uh, we have had the Emerging Leaders uh, uh, Scholarship for a number of years, and those students um, excelled at a high level. Um, the pilot was to transform the scholarship into a full scholars program uh, that provided the students training in leadership uh, and scholar-mindedness that prepared them for graduate school uh, or the world of work uh, that gave them a global experience as well. Um, we think most students need a global experience. Um, and so we did this wraparound. And as Patrick indicated, um, we wanted 50 students. We anticipated 50 students. We wound up with 89 um, outstanding scholars. They blew all of the metrics away. Um, the cadre of students that came for the Science Scholars Program uh, had a higher GPA and SAT. Uh, mean than uh, any cohort we had had before. And they are excelling at that level. So Purdue is, um, is a place where people want to be and will come when we make it possible. The Emerging Leader Science Scholars, uh, Scholars Program uh, is that leg. I believe that uh, it will be the gold standard for diversity uh, recruitment at Purdue, uh, that it will not just be a pilot, uh, but an ongoing program that will filter throughout the university. That's awesome. Talk about some of the, the aspects of this, such as mentorship or studying abroad or the internships that are available. Yes, so every student has a faculty mentor, um, first of all, and most students come to universities and leave universities without ever uh, having really known a faculty member uh, personally, uh, and therefore lack uh, some of the support 
that uh, they would so greatly benefit from. Uh, often don't have people to write, write letters of recommendations or guide them in their summer uh, curriculum uh, and overall. So these students each have a faculty uh, mentor who's in the College of Science, uh, who's very well placed, uh, uh, who uh, work with them and shepherd them through not just their first year, but all four years uh, while they're at, uh, at Purdue. Um, we expect that each of the emerging leader science scholars uh, will have um, high impact summer experiences. That means to me at least one of five things. Um, uh, study, so you can always study, right? Do research, um, internship uh, opportunities, um, globalization, so study abroad uh, or global experience, uh, or service learning, right? Um, uh, it is about what makes boilermakers boilermakers. And so the faculty will mentor the students and guide them into that process. We also um, ask that each of the students expect to and plan to spend at least a Maymester, if not uh, a full semester or summer period um, abroad while they are here at Purdue. The data indicates that irrespective of who the student is, when they have a study abroad experience, not only does it impact their, their, their view of themselves in a positive way and their trajectories, um, but they have higher um, uh, academic outcomes. And so all of those things are in place. And the other thing that I would say, Adam, uh, as my dog uh, uh, messes up the door there, the other thing I would say is it's the Emerging Leaders Science Scholars Program. These are leaders, right? They've proven themselves to be leaders in their academic pursuits. Most came uh, with having significant leadership experiences in college, and they're leading right now at Purdue, right, in their first foray here uh, through their excellence, through their, their scholarship, uh, but also through the dynamism and the impact of their presence, right? Um, imagine, right, uh, having 89 new um, scientists of color come into the college, right? Imagine um, that the efforts that went on with the Emerging Leader Science Scholars Program and others um, have resulted in a near doubling of the underrepresented minority population uh, in the College of Science. We were able to achieve this in one year with um, really good will, focus, strategy, and the like. Think of what more we're going to achieve in the next three, four, five, ten years, right? I think we've got something to be really proud of. That's fantastic. I love love what you guys are doing up there. Taylor, you're obviously, you said a freshman, starting to benefit from this program. Talk about um, what being involved in this program means for you. I think this is awesome because I did go to a school that um, I didn't see a lot of people that look like me. And I think it's so cool to be surrounded by people who have similar interests in me, similar goals, and just, just the thought of that just like brings joy to my ears of like, exploring, experiencing, my, experiencing the next four years with these people who I've gotten so close with already. It just sounds so exciting. That's so cool. And uh, physics, not an easy subject to, to maintain on its own. But on top of that, you know, talk about mentorship or studying abroad or internships. Talk about these programs that you're looking forward to being involved in over your next three, four, five years. Uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to 
studying abroad, especially in Spain. I really want to go. And um, that has always been a big hope and dream of mine because I'm a Spanish minor as well. And um, the mentorship, I absolutely love it so far. Um, my mentor has offered me like research opportunities. So I get to like be a part of his research team, sit in on his meetings. And um, I've gone to go to the lab once already and it was super cool. He does stuff with ultra fast quantum dynamics, which I think is really awesome. <laughs> and I think that's just a really cool experience that I get to already be a part of, which sets me apart from a lot of other freshmen. Cool. You did cut out a little bit there to talk about, sorry, what you get to do with your mentor there again? Um, ultra fast quantum dynamics. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's a mouthful. And, and, and Adam, I'll just say with that, Taylor and all of the emerging leader science scholars um, will be in and out of Purdue in four years or less, right? Uh, if she wants to graduate early, she can do that. But the only way they're going to be here for five years or more is if they um, do a master's program or decide to stay for a PhD. Okay. Uh, these students are rocking and rolling. That's awesome. They don't go the uh, Adam Bartels route and switch your majors halfway through. and, and, and Or the John Gates route. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, Adam, it reminds me a little bit. I mean, just listening to Taylor and, um, I mean, partly thinking back on some of the things that I got to experience as an undergrad and how important they were to me. Um, two things I want to stress. I mean, first of all, um, you know, we set the bar really high. And uh, people like Taylor are just, you know, clearing it by, by leaps and bounds. And that's fabulous. And, uh, you know, as John kind of alluded to, we, we have very, very high expectations, but we also look to provide a similarly high level of support. Um, I mean, I think about going to a large university and, and finding the opportunities that made it feel to me like a small university and, and like a comfortable home. And, uh, you know, we're very much looking to do that. The other thing that strikes me is just... Um, I uh, had a chance to talk with the incoming cohort over the summer and um, the questions that I got, we, we did about 15 minutes of Q&A and they were all about all the things that you're mentioning. You know, I had somebody ask me already on day, you know, minus 15 about double majoring. Um, I had lots of questions about study abroad, um, you know, all kinds of questions from uh, young people who are just really ready to sink their teeth into this experience. and. Um, we are, you know, absolutely bound and determined to make everyone in this program successful. And uh, that's, as John said, it's just, it's going to produce um, an amazing kind of cohort of, you know, sort of leaders for the future. And we're, we're incredibly proud to, you know, to be a part of it. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, uh, uh, Taylor, that you're benefiting from a mentor. And then as they grow, uh, go on to their upperclassmen years, do they become mentors themselves? Is that the plan? Yes, so um, each student has a faculty mentor in their upper years. Uh, we also have another program uh, called uh, uh, the Emerging Leader Ambassadors. Um, and so the students will have an opportunity to become ambassadors, uh, to mentor or support uh, uh, their, their peers as they're coming up. Gotcha, and talk about how key and important that is for these students, especially the freshmen coming into a whole new experience to have someone to mentor them. Oh, I, I think it's, it's critically important. Um, you know, you come into a big university with that's a community of 56, 57,000 people in total. Um, don't know all of the various majors, but know that uh, you have a passion uh, for a particular area of study. Uh, you've got to be able to navigate 
uh, the complexities uh, of what a university is and what's available to you, which um, I hope the students are coming to learn that absolutely everything is available to them um, and that they should take advantage of it all. Um, so whether it's a first-generation student, a rural student, a uh, uh, underrepresented minority student, uh, or an international student, any uh, of our students, uh, they come into environments that uh, may be somewhat foreign to them. Uh, and it's important uh, for them to immediately have a sense of connectivity, um, to feel, as Patrick is indicating, that they have found a home, that they are at home, um, and that the fullness of their potential the fullness of their potential can and will come into being here at Purdue as Boilermakers. That begins with the onset of mentoring and engagement, with, which I hope uh, we've gotten right. Uh, we continue to work on it, uh, but it's a very, very high focus of ours. Cool. And talk about the importance or the involvement of faculty in this program. Patrick. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm happy to speak to that a little bit. Um, it was really important to us when we were thinking through this to um, to connect all of our students with faculty mentors. And um, you know, I think you know you've heard, for example, from Taylor about her interests. And you know, any of us who remember being you know 17, 18, 19, you might have a passion for math and science, or in my case, it was math and music. I mean, or you know, it could be you know, I don't know, astronomy and philosophy. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what, but you come into the university and all that you really know is there are these different tracks to get a degree, but you don't really know quite what it's like to be a professor or to, you know, do research in a laboratory. And I mean, I remember not really knowing what a master's degree was until I was almost, you know, done with my first few years. Um, and then the chance to sort of connect right away with, with faculty colleagues across campus um, really is a way to give, give everyone in the program, you know, some insights. And I mean, it's a little bit selfish of us in the sense that, um, you know, I, I fully suspect that, you know, we'll have some proportion of people from this program who kind of you know, fall in love with advanced science and engineering and, and go on to do a master's or a PhD. And, you know, who knows? I mean, any anyone in this program could wind up, you know, teaching and doing research at Purdue or, or any other top university in the country. I mean, that's that takes a few years. You know, you got to do your PhD and all this stuff. But um, but I think we, we want to simultaneously, you know, help uh, help our students uh, and people like Taylor coming in to have a chance to kind of understand how Purdue works, what the paths are, what the opportunities are, and then also sort of show them, you know, up close and personal. Well, you know, this is what a research lab is like. This is, this is what it means to do research. This is how we, you know, run our research group. I mean, maybe we have, you know, uh, lunch every Friday at, at Gray House or something. I mean, maybe not right now because of the pandemic and so forth, but, you know, so there's a, there's a social aspect to it. There's a, a purely intellectual aspect and then there's a kind of you know again sort of feeling at home and helping to kind of navigate what it means to be a you know a university student and and that's really what we're what we're looking to provide with um with getting our you know sort of faculty colleagues engaged all across all across purdue and, and i it sounds like uh for taylor it sounds like it's working really well so far and i'm i'm just thrilled to hear that mm -hmm. that's awesome. I, I, I would just add that also from a faculty's perspective so Mentoring is mutually rewarding, right? So the students are getting a reward by being engaged with this with the scholar. 
The faculty uh, find it rewarding because they're teaching hundreds of students a semester, right? Um, and there's often not a lot of time to engage one-on-one, uh, -on -one, although we, we dedicate the time. Here's where faculty members can see the impact of them and their work and their service, uh, their advice on one student and the development of that student's life and capacity. Um, it is infinitely uh, rewarding and illuminating, right? Uh, to see what you know um, is a wonderful light bulb, right? Uh, that is shining and to see it brighten up ever so much uh, over the years and to know that you've had uh, an influence on that, that is what teaching is all about. Cool. And I know you mentioned this is early on in, in, the, in the pilot program, but talk about the future of this and what you'd like to see happen with this program. Well, as you know, the Board of Trustees uh, has uh, established the um, uh, Purdue Equity Task Force um, to look at uh, issues, uh, systemic and environmental, that may thwart uh, students of color, particularly black students, from achieving their full potential uh, at Purdue uh, and presumably in life, right? Um, among those things that we're looking at uh, is, um, the constellation of students, right? Um, uh, that critical mass is important. Um, and, you know, while we have done well in recruitment, um, our black enrollment has been pretty flat for uh, a number of decades. Um, our Latinx enrollment uh, is going up. We see the Emerging Leaders Program as that breakthrough, um, right? And so if we think about taking moonshots, um, towards our own potential as a university. This is one moonshot um, that we think will be transformational. Um, while we are in the College of Science now, and therefore we have an ongoing commitment uh, to the College of Science, we also expect uh, the Emerging Leaders Scholars Program to be in the College of Engineering, um, uh, likely in the coming year. Um, College of Education, um, HHS, uh, so Health and Human uh, Sciences, uh, really all over the place. We have distributed um, emerging leader scholarships historically across all of the colleges, but we needed to pinpoint uh, an area this year for the pilot. Now that the pilot has um, broken every record, met and exceeded every metric, right? We have the data to indicate, here is something that we know is in the wheelhouse of Purdue that moves the needle. Uh, and so let's look at our level of, of investment to see how far we can move the needle. And frankly, Adam, we want to break the needle, mm -hmm. right? Um, not just, 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 just move it, but we want Purdue to be the preferred place in the state of Indiana uh, for black and brown students and indeed for the country. Awesome, and Taylor, for students like yourself, how encouraging is that for you to see Purdue making these efforts? I think this is like absolutely incredible because you don't see these strides being taking place at most universities. And I think that's just outstanding to hear. That's awesome. And so we're kind of wrapping up here, Taylor, not to put any pressure on you here or anything like that, but you're only a freshman, but I mean, have you given thoughts of what your goals are post-graduation and what you want to do with your Purdue degree? Yeah, I hope to um, go into industry for physics. Um, so maybe getting a master's degree later on after I take place in my career first and then getting a master's again. 
Awesome. I love it. And uh, as we're kind of just wrapping up here, uh, Dr. Wolf or Dr. Gates, if you want to hit on this, if, if people, whether it's an, a potential incoming student or parent that's wanting to, to find out information for their, their child or um, just people who are listening to this podcast or whatever, I uh, want to learn more information on whether it's applying or again, just learning just information in general, where can they go to find out more about this program? Yeah, I mean, I'll take that one. I mean, we have a fabulous website that describes everything. If you just, you know, plug in, you know, Purdue Emerging Leader Science Scholars into Google or your favorite browser, you'll get there straight away. Um, uh, John and I are easily accessible on the web. My email is particularly easy. It's patrick at purdue.edu. So don't uh, be shy about, you know, spamming me with inquiries and things like that. I'll make sure that they get answered by me or whoever's most appropriate. Um, and, uh, and the last thing I would just say is just, um, you know, to, to sort of Taylor's point and some of the things she's spoken to, I mean, you're really, you know, you're part of the vanguard. I mean, our, our sincere hope is that by the time you're ready to graduate and, um, you know, go work in industry or think about a master's or whatever, you know, there'll be um, a good, you know, several hundred uh, folks who have followed in your footsteps. And I, I, you know, sincerely hope and trust that, you know, we'll be in a position a few years from now to, for you to be able to look uh, back on that with a huge amount, a huge amount of pride and joy uh, in a job well done and, and, you know, kind of being part of the inaugural class. So we're super excited. <laughs> That's awesome. Well said, uh, Patrick, there. All I'd say is that, um, uh, yes, reach out to us at any time. My email, you can reach me at diversity at purdue.edu. But I think Taylor and the other students, uh, it's a wonderful example of where excellence and preparation meet up with opportunity to create the extraordinary possibilities, right? And so when we, when we look at, at Taylor, we're looking at all of the possibility that America has uh, within it, uh, all the possibilities within science, I mean, she's going to be uh, majoring in physics, right? Um, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's awesome. Taylor or anybody else, anything else to add uh, before we close? Awesome. Hey guys, thank you so much uh, for your time, Taylor, Dr. Gates and Dr. Wolfer. Really appreciate it. I learned so much uh, from our conversation. Excited to share this with our, with our listeners. I, I really appreciate you guys' time. Cool. Thank you, Adam. It's our pleasure. All right, boil it up. Thanks. Thanks. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.